Welcome to the What's Awesome Podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. Keeping the gangsta in these streets, one block at a time. Thank you for listening to the What's Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, it's Batman Live 2002 and I'm back with another anime review. And today I will be reviewing Gangsta. Yeah, yeah, love. An anime that goes by the name Gangsta. Cause this anime was straight gangster, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, gangster. It aired on July second, twenty fifteen, to September twenty fourth, twenty fifteen, and it premiered in the summer of twenty fifteen. Obviously, the producer that, uh, or the multiple producers that brought us this anime or adapted this anime. Oh, I'm sorry, the studio that adapted this anime is Manglobe, or Man, yes, Manglobe, and the licensors is Funimation, and yes, who cares about the freaking producers, gangster, man, well, here's the synopsis, so, and I'm probably gonna butcher the name, I don't recall what the name of the city is, I've written down, but I'm probably gonna... <laughs> But I forgot how it was actually pronounced. But anyway, so we start where Gangster revolves around a city called um, Ergostalum. <laughs> That's not how it's pronounced. Uh, it's er- Ergostalum. I'm just going to call it Ergostalum, which I'm 100% sure it's not called that. Anyway, so basically this city. I'm going to call it this city. It's like it's a hotbed of criminal activity. And at the center of all of this activity, like this city is like cut off from the outside world. And like just just the city is just just rife with with crime and prostitution, murder, gangs and mafia types and all that kind of stuff. So at the center of all this, this riff raff, biff baff, wimma bamma boo, we find two Charming fellows named Nicholas Brown and Warwick. Uh, some sort of Italian last name, Arcangelo. Arcangelo. And um, and these two guys, they formed this agency called the Handymen. And basically, this is the name that fits them perfectly because Warwick and Nicholas, what they do is they take on any job 
given to them like like you would give a handyman right a handyman isn't like oh i only fix washing machines i only fix refrigerators i only fix your plumbing no like the handyman's like the guy you give a, a hammer and a nail and he'll freaking build you a second story to your house okay <laughs> so like he can do anything that's what a handyman is um and that's what these guys do and it, it their jobs range from simply delivering drugs or something <laughs> uh or they, they can be hitmen they can go out and kill people they're the freaking mercenaries so their jobs range they're handymen which is like i said is a fitting moniker for these two fine fellows and uh, unfortunately for them you know troubling times uh eventually of course with any protagonists or I don't know between the two who would be really considered to be the protagonist. I guess you could say it was Wolric. Uh, well, anyway. Um. So yeah. They. So the these two handymen, they live in this city that, and that I'm not gonna kill the name of the city, but basically the city is a place where it, it's it's a safe space. After I said there's a place of hotbed, a hotbed of violence and such, but it's a safe space for uh, people called Twilights. And these are people with special abilities that these special abilities usually manifest themselves in the form of superhuman strength. And Twilights are hated around the world, but they're essentially accepted in this city. Um, even though there's so much violence and whatnot, but you know, it, and so like these gangs and whatnot, they'll contract these twilights to go and do their dirty work. It's like, oh, I got a twilight with me. So like, let's say if a hit squad shows up to take you out, well, if you got a twilight on your team, there's a good chance you're going to make it out of that ambush because that guy's going to kick or gal's going to kick a whole lot of butt. But anyway... So eventually, anti-Twilight violence begins to, like, really just truly erupt in the city. And, like, Twilights are being murdered left and right and whatnot. And Twilights are they're running for their lives and, and whatnot. And so the streets of the city are running red with blood. And Nicholas and Wolverick have found themselves caught up in the violence. And, uh, yeah. And uh, another character who makes her way into the, the team... Her name is Alex Bandito. Alex Bandito, because you know they're gangsters, so we gotta go with that. The Italian, uh, the very stereotypical Italian uh, accent or whatever. Anyway, um, Alex is a uh, prostitute who uh, basically Wolverick and Nicholas were supposed to, you know, they kill her pimp and his gang, and it's like, make sure you clean her up, too. She's damaged goods. And right before, you know, going over to murder her, they're like, we don't want to murder you. You're a woman. Like, you're, you're like, an innocent in all this. And Nicholas kind of vibes with her a little bit, like, kind of wordlessly kind of vibes. And he's like, why don't you just come on and just join the team so that you're protected from the violence of people trying to kill you? And anyway, that is, this anime is just so freaking gangster. So that is synopsis. Let's get into the review, baby.
Who sang that? <laughs> Someone messaged me to tell me who sang that song. Anyway, uh, Gangsta. I'm just going to be, you know, I can only think of like gangster rap and people like 50 Cent and friggin' Tupac and whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, there, there are just, this anime is just, if you're into like mafia style anime, where, or mafia-themed mafia anime where, um, you know, there's, like, a lot of shooting and, and tragedy and all that kind of stuff. This is this is definitely the anime for you. So, when I first started Gangsta, I was really drawn in. And there are... There are certain anime out there. And, and like, I know you've seen these anime. Where they are just so unique that they just sit in a class all their own. Let me give you some examples. So think of Cowboy Bebop, right? Where it's just super laid back. And then you have this space bounty hunter type uh, laid back jazz filled adventure. You know, as you're hunting bounties across space. As you know, Spike is, uh, you know, his, his mafia... Speak of the devil, uh, mafioso uh, past comes to Rird's head and all that kind of stuff to play a role in the in the in the story. But basically, Cowboy Bebop is this cool, laid-back, jazz-filled, you know, uh, type of adventure, space odyssey type thing. Then you got freaking Samurai Champloo, which is just samurais meet hip hop. You know, it's its own thing. And, and there are just so many anime out there that just, they're just so unique. And it, they're just, they, they're, it's typically a fusion of the soundtrack along with the theme of the anime, where it's like hip hop meets samurai or, or uh, space cowboys meet jazz, that kind of thing. At least with these two examples. And these anime are memorable. For, you know, that, that fusion of, of, of things along with iconic characters, great plot, and all that kind of stuff. And you know what? Gangsta actually had the hallmarks of an anime that belongs in its own freaking class. Okay? I'm telling you right now. It's just, there's just something that you can't really describe certain anime that are just iconic. They're, they're just, they're just... They're iconic because sometimes you can't put your finger on it without really going into a deep dive or, or a deep analysis of it. So, Gangsta, one of the things that makes it so iconic is its iconic characters. Like, you have Nicholas and Woolrick and any job they're given. You know, like, they're, they're given jobs by the local mafia. They're given jobs by the freaking cops. You know, the cops are over there. It's like, hey, man, uh, we need uh, we need you guys to go and uh, take out some gangsters. They're, um, they're causing uh, trouble over there on, on Fifth Street. They keep robbing the, the donut shop. And, you know, we cops, we need the donut shop to be open. You know, we, we stereotypical cops. We like our donuts and coffee. But anyway... And it's really cool because these two characters are like so unique and memorable. You have Nicholas, who he's deaf, which I feel, um, I feel it gives him more, um, it gives him more deaf as a character, deaf or death, 
<laughs> anyway, uh, it makes him a more unique character. If he hadn't been deaf, then he wouldn't have been as interesting. Because for me, his outlook on life is completely and utterly shaped by the fact that he is a Twilight. So he's this super, like, basically, Nicholas is a Twilight that uh, that is a higher level. And there, there are various levels of, of Twilights. Um, but he has always been shunned by other people. Or at least he feels like he's been shunned because of his, you know, his abilities. He's not normal. And so, and he's always been, like, mistreated. He's had such a tragic backstory. Go watch the backstory episodes. And it's really sad the way he's been mistreated. And, like, his life has really been... Uh, shaped by the fact that he can't hear anybody, but he communicates through sign language. And when he speaks, he speaks like a deaf person would speak. He speaks like someone who doesn't normally speak out loud. So it sounds kind of muffled and, and, and the words are kind of just crammed together. And it just sounds a little bit unnatural. And if you ever talk to a person who's actually deaf, then that's how they talk. It's like it's a real depiction of how an actual deaf person would speak but anyway um but yeah and he's 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 one of the driving forces of the show because you do have his partner warwick and we'll get to him in a second he's interesting and he has his own little thing that makes the show awesome but this is the guy that takes care of all the butt kicking he's the one with the superhuman strength and i don't want to spoil anything but he kind of cheats to get to the high level that he's at at all times, it seems. But um, he, he's the guy that, that, that brings... He has a sword. He brings a sword to the table. So basically, he's fighting people in the streets, other uh, Twilights. So you get these really cool fight scenes where they're jumping off and crap. They're like free running, uh, uh, jumping from the ground, jumping onto the rooftops and stuff. And like he gets this really crazy Zimpachi-like um, from Bleach. Zimpachi like grin on his face when he's fighting is like ha 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 you know he's like he's he's fighting and he's really reveling in in the carnage and all that kind of stuff and um yeah so we we have a deaf character who's super powerful then we, of course we have Wolric who is basically Nicholas's owner in a sense and one of the defining features about this guy spoiler alert he has a photographic memory um it's not really that much of a spoiler alert, but it's kind of scary because he remembers everything to the point where all he does, he, all he needs to do is stare at you from a distance. And then, uh, you know, five months later, he can still remember exactly what he looked at, which is, you know, vital for the police when they're trying to track someone down. It's like, who was here on uh, six months ago? And then they go talk to him and, you know, he can do whatever. But um, and he's also a gigolo. <laughs> And if you don't know what the gigolo is, that's uh, uh, that's that's a that's a man whore, uh, a, a man who I think a gigolo is actually someone who pimps them a, a, a man or a young man who pimps himself out to older women. But in this case, I think he just pimps himself out to women in general, which I found it to be very interesting because he's very uh, charismatic. He's like a, but he's also laid back. He's like a, he's like a mix of Mugen from Samurai Champloo and Spike Spiegel from freaking Cowboy Bebop in the one. And he has like the dashing good looks, the the charismatic, uh, laid back type of attitude. Like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, like he always knows things are gonna be okay. 
And that's probably why he gets all the girls. But anyway, and he has like the confidence levels of the gods. Um, and he's not as powerful. That's the thing. That's that's what I really like about his character too. He's like really charismatic. He kicks a lot of butt, but he's not a Twilight. He he he's human in the show. Like I didn't realize that at first, but the show like eventually starts to show you that. Yeah, this guy is vulnerable. Like he could be killed if it wasn't for his partner. He'd probably be dead by now. You know, like he carries around this this really like a nuclear bomb in his back friggin' pocket that he can bring out any time. And his partner is what uh, keeps them afloat. But at the same time, they don't just need brute strength. They need smarts. Uh, the 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 brains kind of behind the operations, and that's that's what uh, that's what Warwick is. Uh, and then of course uh, another member of the crew is Alex Bendetto. Alex Bendetto. She's a street whore they were supposed to kill, and now she's part of the team. And it's like, well, we don't know what you can do, but we we don't want to kill you. Why don't you just answer our phones? Like they're not even at. <laughs> it's like they basically created a job for her, so they didn't have to kill her. So, and now she's a, a part of the team. She's a, she's another unique character in the show that just it, it just makes this anime just it just makes it so unique to have this like cast this 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 very interesting cast of characters. You have a street whore, you have a gigolo with a photographic memory, and you have a deaf guy with superhuman strength. Does that not sound absurd in an anime about gangsters? Really? It it's it, it reminds you of the Bebop crew, right? You got freaking an ex cop, you got you got ex mafioso, you got a gambler, you got a genius kid, you got a dog. <laughs> so you know it just like I said, um, Gangsta has the formula for uh, just being like a very iconic anime, and uh, <clears throat> you know I'm still trying to piece together. What exactly that means. So, and of course, like I said, one of the things is all the characters. The other thing is the actual development of those characters. You know, it's really spot on. We get a ton of backstory about these guys. And it's really tragic. It's, 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 uh, it's really tragic. And I think they do about three or four episodes. It's only 12 episodes long. Um, that, you know, focus on their backstory. It's not Naruto level you know, backstory where you're just like, oh my gosh, get back to the main story, please. No, like this actually plays an integral role in like developing and having us understand these characters in the here and now. Um, and there is one recap episode I remember, and it's the best recap episode I've ever seen. Gangsta sets the bar for how recap episodes should be. Okay, because this recap episode cleared up so much information. Like, it, it, of course, recap stuff. Everyone hates recap episodes. I wanted to just uh, skip it because, you know, I mean, it was it going to do recap the last five, six episodes. There's only 12 episodes. And I, just, and I marathoned in like two or three sittings. So <laughs> it's like you're basically just showing something I literally just watched. But it actually not only showed and reiterated stuff as, you know, back as a... Um, you know, recap episode should. It also uh, it also expanded 
and explained things in such an in-depth way that it made everything so much more clear. Without that recap episode, there will be a few confusing things that I never would have connected on my own. And I think they realized that, which is why they made it that way. The format of this recap episode, it was it was super informative. And I, I wrote that down because I've never seen a recap episode that in-depth and informative and not useless. <laughs> Because I feel like most recap episodes, you know what? Sorry, small rant. But recap episodes really only belong in anime that span 50 plus episodes. Okay? If it's 12 episodes, you do not need a recap episode. Oh my gosh. They did that in Saga of Tanya the, the Terrible or Evil, whatever that anime is about the lolly in the world war one setting but anyway and it was like 12 episodes we don't need a freaking recap for 12 episodes what the crap episode six you're gonna recap the last six episodes the first six <sighs> anyway i'm just saying if you watch this anime don't skip the recap episode is actually informative and it's worth it it's actually like it's a thousand percent worth it you're going to actually suffer for not watching it anyway storyline super addicting uh and it was like compelling because we were learning more and more about you know each of the handymen including uh, alex uh with each episode we're learning new things about them and stuff you know and, like, we keep getting new characters, new situations, new new events where it's like, oh, no, they might be killed because there's a killer going around killing all the, killing all the Twilights. Woo, 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 woo. You know, that's my Ben Zoe Berg right there. And um, so, and there's mysteries opening up and there's, the, you start to, the, you know, you get all these little side characters and you're like, who they they you know you have enemies come in the enemies defeated now they become friends and you know that kind of stuff that we see in every freaking anime ever and uh yeah even the like speaking about the minor characters even the side characters even the minor characters the tertiary characters are, are super interesting and that's that's another thing that makes this anime you know stand in his class all his own when when a side or tertiary character when their death or when their their arrival on the scene or whatever, uh, you know, impacts you in, in an emotional way. That means that the anime was able to successfully create a character that, you know, that um, was developed to a point. Even at, oh, oh <laughs> I hit my mic. Uh, developed to a point that even as a side character, they, they still form a bond with the, the, the viewer. And uh, it, it's just, as a writer, I, you know, I, I write stories and I publish them on Amazon. And I'm always trying to increase uh, uh, my readership by, you know, writing better characters. And I'm just actively learning this stuff. And uh, it's, it's just something, as a writer, I, I really... I, I really pay attention to but anyway best aspect of this anime of course is the action most people are going to watch this anime for the action it's it's a, a bloody violent orgy of fun okay in in, in firefights sword fights explosions gangsters killing each other if you want to watch a gangster anime or gangster movie or anything you you like the drama and all that but you want to get to the shooting 
and the poking and the blowing up. There's plenty of that, okay? There's plenty of the shooting and the poking and the shooting and the, and the you shoot him in the leg and then he falls over and he goes, wah, and uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and um, it's uh, the action in this anime is extremely, extremely satisfying. Let me go back to my two early examples of Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo, where, you know, you like the exposition, you like the storyline, you like the character development, but you, at the end of the day, you want to get down to the shooting and the poking. In the chopping off of the heads and the hands and the feet and the boots and the bops. Okay, so that's... <laughs> anyway. And yeah, this anime also had a fantastical soundtrack. So, you know, just wait for the soundtrack breakdown of a gangster. But yeah, this anime had a gangster swagger. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what, maybe that's what makes certain anime iconic. It's the fact that they have a swagger. And, uh, Gangsta definitely had a Gangsta-like swagger to it. So, for that, I'm going to give it a good old 8 out of 10. And I'm really sorry that it's not going to get a second season. It was canceled! It was canceled! We ain't getting no second season! What the fruit, man? They gonna give us something like this, and they ain't gonna give us no second season? What the fruit they talking about? But... Yeah, guys, go check it out. Gangsta is a gangsta anime. Please go and watch this Batman Live 2002. You can go and check out this review amongst others on wasasum.com, W-A-S-A-S-U-M.com. And uh, I have other podcasts and homies on that website who also publish their works, the fine, fine works, like fine wine, they, they age well. Any of that didn't make any sense. <laughs> this is... Batman Live 2002. Uh, do me one favor. Come here. Come here. Get get close. Get close. Come here. Stay with awesome people. Stay with awesome. Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Janet.